This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. We are so excited to announce our partnership with Alt Playground, a lifestyle site dedicated to helping you find your next adventure. There are a ton of sites out there for non-monogamy, but what sets Alt Playground apart is their emphasis on being inclusive of a host of ethically non-monogamous groups and sexual preferences. So not only will you find swingers on there, but a host of other groups spanning the spectrum of sexual orientation and gender. Hence, the emphasis on alt. When they say they are an open community, they really mean open. So if you're tired of being pigeonholed into a label or looking for something a little different, check out Alt Playground by heading to altplayground.net. Use offer code Black and Kinky for two months free. That's B-L-A-C-K, the letter N-K-I-N-K-Y. Now let's start the show. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Black and Human Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, and so I hope um, everybody had a good month. Um, we are now in the fall. Um, it doesn't feel like it, though. I don't know. It just like usually we have, I don't know, usually the, to me, the sum, the seasons are punctuated, but it didn't feel like there was ever an end to summer. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been like a beginning to fall. Like, I just need to put our fall wreath up. Maybe that'll make me feel like it's fall. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing about um, the thing about the fall is it follows summer and we just oh, didn't well, have one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we just didn't have one. There's a lot of shit that we do during the summer that we just didn't do this summer. So it feels like kind of a wash. Like, yeah. it's like when we ask each other, hey, um, what did you like about 2020? Um, you know, we usually have a little powwow. Mm-hmm. on new year's eve uh not sure what i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know there there actually was some big family stuff that happened this year um but that was that was it yeah um all right so in this episode um we are going to talk about sexual privilege in the lifestyle um and when we say sexual privilege um I don't know. I don't think I've ever come up with a solid definition of this, but Belle, could you like take a gander at what we're talking about here? Well, we're talking about like, if there are things that are, um, I guess inherent to who you are, that gives you an advantage to having people attracted to you or wanting them or them wanting to have sex with you. Yeah. So basically we're talking about qualities unearned, that give people a um, give people a leg up. Um, so it's the opposite of an incel, basically. Yeah, um, y- yeah. So incels play heavily into my motivation for this episode, and I'll talk about that when we get into the topic. Um, but first, uh, I want to. I'm going to mix things up a little bit here, and I want to go into our hit list um, because I've been excited about the hit list. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So for those of you who don't know, hit list, uh, the hit list is just our opportunity to, um, identify people that we've seen in media, people that we've seen around or heard, um, heard of very recently that we think are super attractive 
and we'd like to bone. All right, so our hit list this week. Um, all right, so we started watching this show called Lovecraft, ah, Lovecraft Country. Yes. Um, Which apparently is based on a book. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to describe what the show is? I don't know that I can. <laughs> it is fucking weird. Not only is it weird, but it like it span. It also spans multiple genres. So I would say, like, it was a sci-fi show, but it's also kind of horror. Yep. And maybe some fantasy. I don't know. But it's black and it's awesome. Yeah, it takes place in I guess uh, segregated South. I no, guess. it's in Chicago. Segregated Chicago. Yeah. Okay. In like the sixties. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Probably the sixties. I ca- I can't recall. I feel like it might have been in the fifties too. But. Um. Yeah. A lot of sh- actually nineteen fifties. I actually have it written here. Oh. Um. Yeah, and the main um, protagonists are like a black couple, um, and a uh, very sexy black couple, I should say. Um, but this show, even though it's like a horror show, it is a very sexy show. Yes. Um, and episode three, I think episode three was when I really started to have respect for this show. Like as a real, as some real shit we need to be paying attention to. Because it mixes the horrors of like racism during like segregation. Like what do they call them? Sundown towns? Mm-hmm. You, you, can you say what they they are? Oh, if you black, don't be caught there after dark. Right. Some of these white segregated towns, the cops will come and get your ass if you're out um, out mm-hmm. at night. Um, so there were there was some, there are some really intense moments that are back actually based on historical fact, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then they mix some really horrific like paranormal stuff in there. And so every episode, I'm just and the last episode seemed like more of an Indiana Jones adventure quest type of thing. I did. Um, but it's really like even though I I I don't understand where the story is going, I mm-hmm. I really don't at all. Each episode can stand on its own as a movie and it just has some really like white knuckle moments so yeah and the thing like the thing i like about it is like why has it taken so long because because so yes every episode can stand on its own and every episode feels like its own movie Mm -hmm. right so it feels like while it's not an anthology series like it does every episode does tie into each other but like the stories are so well crafted that you could just watch one episode and be like, wow, that was great. And so far ish. Yeah. Every episode has kind of been like in that different drama. So like you said, the last episode was more adventure. I guess the episode, the episode before that was more horror. That was like some like um, exorcist level horror. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I was genuinely like uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. The two episodes before that were more on the sci-fi, you know, fantasy side. Um, and so, to me, like the main thing that was resonating for me was like, why has it, why has it taken so long for, to see ourselves in these kinds of stories, right? Because so often you, we don't see black people in the adventure story or in the horror story and actually coming out surviving and being like the hero of of the horror uh movie story um and so it was like so that was the thing because it's a predominantly black cast there's about i guess two white characters there's some ancillary other white um 
mm-hmm. characters, but there's two main white characters, I guess you say, and everybody else is black. And so it's like, oh, this feels so good to see us in these types of stories because so often we just have the same kind of either trauma porn stories you know although i do like historical fiction and i I, like how you called it trauma porn i just (laughs) (laughs) i've never heard anybody call it that yeah the trauma porn whereas you know the slave stories and we had to battle for freedom and all that kind of stuff and all the atrocities that were laid against us um or some really terrible like uh what was that tyler perry movie uh, uh, acrimony or what's the other one we just watched we watched a tyler perry movie no we didn't watch a tyler perry movie but the other the other movie that was on netflix oh what was it called with um fatal affair oh fatal affair yes there are like a million movies just like that even like with affair in the title but that was the one that we saw so anyway, um, so yes, we get like the drama. We get like the soap opera like yeah. stuff. Um, and this is very different. This is really different. But anyway, um, talking about a hit list, the uh, folks that we want to bang on this hit list. So I'll go first. In episode three, I think um, Wunmi Mosaku um, is... All right, so Wunmi Mosaku or Mosaku... Um, so she's this Nigerian actress. Um, I think she played in an episode of Black Mirror. Um, it's hmm. called Playtest. Um, so that was the one where the guy was like testing video games or something, realistic video games. Oh, yeah. um, so she was like the assistant that was helping him along. Mm-hmm. So one of the many uh, black actresses that have a British accent. And she's actually a singer, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I think she sings on... I mean, she's a singer in the show, mm-hmm. um, but she actually sings in real life, too. Wow, interesting. Um, so she's this, like, thick, dark-skinned, very beautiful woman. Um, and she has these cat eyes and these thick lips. Um, but when she comes out in episode three, she looks really sexy. Like, just, she got these curves. She's a little... She's on the thick side, mm-hmm. but, oh, my God, so sexy. And then, like spoiler alert like she is in a sex scene in this series and uh it's everything like i thought it would be um <laughs> like she just her her breasts are huge <laughs> huge fucking breast smooth skin oh she's she's great so she was my hit list target this mm-hmm. month so mine is um also from love cat craft country and it's um Atticus or Tick played by Jonathan Majors Um, and so he's from California he was in the film which is still on our list but we haven't watched yet um, Last Black Man in San Francisco he was also in The Five Bloods um, on Netflix oh yeah that's right I was just talking about that movie Mm -hmm. Um, but he is just very sexy he's tall and fit and chocolate and just lovely yeah, and that there's a lot of I don't know, there, but there's a number of scenes where his shirt is off. Um, no, he's in like he's yeah. in a pretty hot sex scene. It's a very too. hot sex scene, um, and then because and you see him like he's this very um, he he has this very imposing figure and stature, but he's somewhat subdued. Yeah, um, 
in like yeah, just his great presentation and so like mm-hmm. the juxtaposition is um very sexy yeah um and then he's just he's a nerdy guy like he he likes these sci-fi books and you know he reads all the time and he's really? kind of introspective in the show yeah. oh in the show oh yeah, i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> i thought you were talking about him in real life <laughs> i don't know <laughs> maybe he is i don't know um Oh, and he also has glasses in the show, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are our hit list targets. Yo, tell us who your hit list targets are from uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. If you recognize any of the names we mentioned, uh, let us know your thoughts. Shout outs to our Patreon um, members. Uh, so... I just want to call them out and uh, give them some appreciation and acknowledgement for supporting us. Appreciate the work. Um, appreciate the time. Appreciate the participation in our band group. It just, yeah, we, we needed money. So thanks for giving us some <laughs> um, and, and allowing us to keep the show going. Uh, so there's J-Dub, Lin, uh, Lene, Desi, Vision, Rizzy, Jeremy, Mike, Jill, Derek, Texas, Bama, Redonia, Clifton, Brown Girl, Silverback, Christy, Mr. B, Nisha, Chadwick, Ricky, Kyle, and Sydney. Appreciate your support. Um, so let us move on to our Facebook fuck shit. Did you have one today? Mm-hmm. All right. What happened? What happened on Facebook? So one uh, young lady posted. Did I talk about this? I don't know if I did this one. I should keep track of that. Um, okay, ladies, so my birthday recently passed, and I told my hubby I wanted him to post me. Shouldn't even have to, but he makes a post about everyone else when they have a B day. He is also blocked. He is also he has me blocked on all his social media. How do I approach the situation? And no, he hasn't made one single post showing me off for my B day. That nigga has a whole family. He has a whole other family, sis. Like don't <laughs> i don't know what you think is going on like do you under- like bummer if you had me not only would you and we and we recently just went through this is this is actually poignant because we just went through our like instagram pages like our personal instagrams yeah. to like see how much we showed up on each other's because we were looking at someone else's instagram to like assess not assess their relationship but just to see how public they were about you know their relationship but I feel like if your partner is nowhere to be found, okay, so maybe you're just private, but then if your partner has also blocked you on their social media, like clearly they're hiding something. That is a huge fucking red flag. Like big ass red flag. I don't think the flag can get any bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know what excuse you can make for something like that. You can't. Like, why are you blocking me on social media? What are you doing on social media that you don't want me to see? All right. Now, granted, like social media has really changed the dating game because Mm -hmm. it's like, um, you know, posting somebody's picture, somebody that you're with or maybe just dating, posting their picture can be taken like way too far. Like somebody Mm -hmm. could take that way serious. You know what I mean? Uh, Including the person you're in the picture with as well as those outsiders who might see the picture. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So the fact that you're not in those pictures just I, I don't know i don't know we we are all over each other's instagram pages yeah. um featured heavily 
Um, and it's just kind of funny how many other people are just like hiding that part of their lives. But some people just don't want nobody to know their business. But like you said, the blocking thing is kind of weird. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever like, have you ever done something like that? Like kind of like shielded somebody from your social media that you were seeing? I don't know. Maybe we haven't been dating in the social media sphere that long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We, I was like, we've been together 11 years now. Yeah. And back 11 years ago, um, mm-hmm. I don't think Instagram, I mean, Facebook, it, the Instagram definitely wasn't like what it, it is now. Was Instagram around? I guess Instagram was around 11 years ago. I don't know. Um, it probably was. Instagram has been, been, been yeah. around for a while. And Facebook was around. But like, again, social media wasn't what it was back then. So, mm-hmm. but no, I don't think I've ever like intentionally... Like if I had a if if a person was now if they were just like a fuck buddy or something nah but if they were my boyfriend then mm-hmm. yes I would post them on social media. Have you ever had an issue with somebody like like maybe you're their boyfriend or your girl their girlfriend and like they just refuse to change their relationship status on Facebook? I remember that was a thing back in the day. No, I I, I never had that issue. Yeah, <laughs> but I, re- I don't think I even like cared about that. <laughs> That was a uh, like, I don't know if I paid attention to that. That was a big deal. I mean, that really defined uh, uh, among uh, more than anything else that I was serious about somebody. <laughs> when I changed that status, uh-huh. that shit meant something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. So fake bu- Facebook fuck shit. Um, great. Yeah. So uh, anybody else find some fuck shit on the Internet? I think a lot of these folks are trolls, but some people are really going through it out there. No, some people. <laughs> listen, what I post... <laughs> No, when I posted, if if you follow us on Instagram <laughs> and you saw some Facebook fuck shit I posted about Subway, um, that that's a real person. He is not a troll. Wait, um, can you just pull that up on your phone and wait? <laughs> actually, I'm gonna pull it up on my phone and and read this out loud because this was hilarious. This was yeah. this was just too funny to me. Okay, uh, you you want to read it or you want me? No, to read you it? can go ahead and read okay. it. Okay. This is a guy, mind you. The context is important. Uh, Last year, I was traumatized with a strange urge to suck dick. So I asked my spirit, why do you want me to do that? Spirit said, I ain't asked you to suck dick. It's these Subway sandwiches you've been eating, you've been having. It advised me to stop eating the brown bread from Subway and sprint as fast as I can, which I did. Took off running like Forrest Gump and the urge stopped. I say this with respect to my LGBT friends. Being born like this is cool, but I wasn't. So it fucked me up mentally. Sterilization is not only in vaccines. Food in your hood is being tempered with. It's not a myth. Okay, so basically <laughs> basically, this man was saying that the brown bread from Subway was making the black community gay. Yes. Um so it gave him the urge to suck dick. Yeah, he ate a sandwich, at, at, you know, somewhere between <laughs> the tomatoes and the ranch dressing. <laughs> um, he wanted to suck some dick. And, and that fucking brown bread. I don't know how he <laughs> broke it down to the brown bread. bread. It's so specific. Like, what kind of, what series of experiments did he do that arrived at that conclusion? Like, if he had, like, the, the, uh, the nine grain oat. Like that didn't make him yeah. want to suck dick. <laughs> if he had the Italian, it's like, no urge. St- stick with the uh, Italian cheddar. Right. You'll be all right. 
Stay away from that brown bread from from uh, from Subway. Subway. Listen, if you eat a sandwich <laughs> and then you suddenly feel the urge to suck dick, it you was there wanna, already. Right, you, you just, just want to suck, suck dick. dick. Like, it's, it's okay. It's and cool. if you want to do that, that is that is perfectly fine. That is okay. You want to experiment. You want to see what it's about. Do your thing, but don't blame it on Subway. Yeah, please don't. Um, Although I prefer Firehouse subs. Firehouse, yeah, they are right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we will take a quick break, um, but when we come back, we will talk about our topic of the day, sexy privilege. Hey, sexies, this is the bell here to let you know that you can support us through Patreon. On Patreon, you can get access to our Pillow Talk conversations, where we have private reflections on media, sexuality, our dates, relationships, and life in general. Our personal blog, where we describe our private thoughts and lifestyle experiences. And get a shout out on the show. Ultimately, we upload content to our Patreon at least once a week outside of our monthly episodes. If you want to sign up for our Gold Tribe membership, you will get access to our band community where you can have real-time access to us and our community. That's right, real-time access where we regularly guide and participate in chats about the crazy shit we think about on the daily basis. It is also a golden opportunity to get regular access to us where you can ask questions and tell us what's on your mind. Our Platinum Package comes with access to our our live monthly Q&A, and the Diamond Package comes with one personal custom voice recording by myself or the Bomber, and a customized review of your lifestyle profile. These tiers are created purposefully to make delivering our content manageable on our end as we have a ton of listeners. The proceeds from our Patreon support will be used to invest in better equipment to improve the quality of the show and the content we offer. You can find the link to our Patreon on our homepage at www.blackinkinkylifestyle.com. Bye! Okay, um, so... Now we are ready to talk about this topic. So, you know what motivated me to want to talk about like sexual privilege? Mm-mm. So, um, you know, like as people have been understanding, uh, I've or people have been come to understand since I've been um, on Reddit. I've been in the incel like subreddits. Um, well, just one in particular. And so sometimes I just get some of their memes and some of their messaging or whatever. And some of it is just like really kind of like, I'm like, oh shit, they have a point. <laughs> um, so basically they talk about how, you know, people in the media and Hollywood, when they talk about incels, they're constantly like, yo, all incels have to do. I mean, these guys, incels basically are people who are involuntary, involuntary celibates. Yeah. They can't get sex. These are guys mostly who can't get sex. And, um, and so there's, there are women incels. I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) Um, but basically when people talk about incels, in the community, they talk about, you know, these are guys who are claiming that they can't get pussy, but really, like, these guys need to, like, you know, work on themselves, you know, if they just get confidence, they'll be able to get women, if they just, you know, work out, they'll be able to get women, like, focus on their hobbies, they'll be able to get women, like, get get into their interests, you know, get a specialization, like, mm-hmm. do something that impresses women, and you'll get women, um, and so what the incel community says is, like, yo, 
some of us are just ugly. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us are just really unattractive. Like it's not like, yeah, nigga, I could, I could, like, you know, um, practice how to fucking build sandcastles, and that could be my way of working on myself. But like, you know, if I have one eye, I'm, I'm. It doesn't matter how, how well I can do X, you can Y, be and sexy Z. With one eye. I mean, it depends on the eye patch um, right. you you got on. I clearly gave that a lot of thought. Um, <laughs> Or maybe you got a glass eye. <laughs> right. <laughs> get a better glass eye, nigga, then you get some pussy. Um, but basically, it, it, it had me thinking, like, we have been, for the past three years, offering a lot of advice um, with the assumption that people have these privileges. Right. Like, for example, like, you know, when we talk about, you know, guys like, yo, just put on a good suit, nigga, like, try. Um <laughs> You know, some of these guys have tried and it doesn't work out mm-hmm. um, because like you're assuming that they are reasonably attractive at right. baseline. But there are a lot of guys who aren't even there like they are on the one they're on the two one point two. Maybe, you know, they have a deformed shaped head or <laughs> they're missing teeth or something know. like that. Um, OK, so basically. Uh, so that's why I wanted to talk about this, because. You know, if you remember from our episode long ago, um, do do rags and flip flops when we went Mm. to Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, There was this couple that we ended up playing with and they did none of the things we advised doing. (laughs) They did none of them when it comes to dressing, when it comes to being charming, none of those things Mm -hmm. because they had sexy privilege. Yeah. They looked good at baseline. So a lot of the a lot of the shit we talk about, a lot of that advice just didn't apply to them. And that's always kind of bothered me. <laughs> it's always kind of bothered me. It made me feel um very hypocritical. Mm. Um so I wanted to talk about attractiveness, a sexy privilege. I say sexy pri- privilege, but I'm talking about really attractiveness privilege. So um so the statistics show us that people who are more attractive, they get paid more. Um, they get treated less harshly by the criminal justice system. They're more likely to get hired or promoted, more likely to receive raises. Um, they just get, you know, they ha- tend to have more promising careers. They tend to be more popular and they are just generally treated better, like by both members of the, you know, both genders. Like mm-hmm. if you're a handsome guy, the way you're treated by other men changes the mm-hmm. same as, um, and certainly the way women respond to you um, changes. Um, so I wanted to talk about and acknowledge some of those attractiveness privileges. Um, all right. So let's start with um, generally some of the, some of the things that are true for all, because I think there's some attractive qualities that, only apply to women there's some that only apply to men um but i think the ones that are true across the board are if you just if you just have a good looking face mm-hmm. yes yes has somebody ever had a has somebody had a face that was so attractive that you just wanted to fuck their face i don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> perhaps <laughs> Not not anybody I think that I've ever met in person, mm-hmm. like in real life. Yeah, like when it comes to having a pretty face, like it could really distract you from the dumb shit that attractive people tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I've seen I've seen crews of guys just like talking to a girl like she'll have like three guys she's talking to at the same time <laughs> and like if you really listen to what she's saying mm-hmm. it just sounds really stupid like <laughs> just, but they can't even hear it because it's just face. Yo, her face was just so loud the be- mm-hmm. her beauty was so loud it just didn't matter yeah um but yeah no i like guys with a handsome face like what are the handsome quali- what is that, what are the qualities that make a guy uh, have a handsome face that is um I want to say like structured. That's not the right word, but like, you know, not a doughy face, not like round, but you know, like, you know, when they say somebody has like a man has a strong chin. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, define, I like defined features, I guess, in a face. Right. What are those Beards. Words? Beards work. Beards save lives. <laughs> um, you know, some kind of facial hair is always good. Yeah. Um, I like a nice smile. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, which nice smile? If you have a nice set of eyes, um, that um, that works for me. So, all right. So those are true for all. Oh, yeah, and also being like fit generally. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have like an athletic build, um, which I don't have, like. I'm not there. Like I'm, I wouldn't say you don't have an athletic build. You, you know, you flatter me way too much on the <laughs> show sometimes no, I because I, I know I don't have an athletic body. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, I have like it's it could be athletic. It's not there <laughs> right now. But it's not like you're fat. Like you're you're naturally bl- built slimmer. Uh, yeah, I understand that, and uh, I'm I'm just saying it's not like a black or white thing. Like you can be well, let's say having an uh, having an athletic build. I'm sort of talking in extremes here, mm-hmm. where that's that's usually that's attractive to most people. There are yeah. some people out there that are just you know they want their people like really fat and they want or they want them really skinny. Um, but most people are attracted to somebody with an athletic build. Now I'm not saying I'm fat. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's athletic build and there's fat and I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. I get you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, I would say I'm average build. I have, I'm very average all around. Um, <laughs> despite uh, what some others, what people may think in terms of how I talk on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like average height. I would say I'm average build. I'm not super curvy. But mm-hmm. I'm not like bored straight either. I would um, suggest that people go to uh, our Cassidy profile and check out our the last post I put on the community wall. Oh, we have pictures. Oh, you posted those pictures. I put. Well, I just posted one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll. I'll Oh. Also, pictures are deceiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not not to say that we catfishing anybody, um, but I'm just saying, you know, know your angles. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, know your angles, but yeah, so like I have, I have a nice ass, but I don't have like a super, you know, a donk or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I do have nice titties. I ain't gonna lie about that. Yeah. I got some really nice. No, titties. your titties are really nice. <laughs> they've been consistently nice, and they've gotten a little bigger and more firmly. I don't know what the fuck is going on with your titties, um, and your nipples. Like every, all the details of your titties are just on point. Um, and I got a cute face. Yes, no, you have a very pretty face very pretty face i wouldn't say it's not like a um like a super sexy instagram model face but it's a cute face like it's like it's cute it's not like sexy like on a regular day you wake up you know 
not washing my face. I still look cute. Mm-hmm. She woke up like this. God, that is yeah. such an old song now, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Damn. All right. Um, okay, so for women, like, okay, so we talked about the tits and ass. So, you know, having a nice size, whether you're big or small, like if you have a nice big set of titties, nice fat ass, like usually you can't lose with that. So women who have these qualities really have some privilege out there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Um, I mean, somebody likes small titties. I mean, I I'm okay with small titties, like a flat chest. But if you but you have to like it has to balance out. Like you can't like you like if you're like a eight point five in the face, and you have no titties and you have a little bit of a booty, you win it. Yeah, you win it. But that's what I saw. I think it was a meme or something. I saw it was like if she got a a fat ass, you know she ain't got no titties. (laughs) That's funny to me. That's been true for a lot. That's true for a lot of women actually. God was just like, nope, you can't have both. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a formula um, that you can put together that, that tells you if, if a chick has a flat ass, what are the other qualities that she <laughs> needs to have in order to balance that out? <laughs> um, and usually if she knows how to work that makeup, knows how to make her face look good, knows how to make them titties look good, she can still win. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but yeah. I mean, you mentioned God. There's some there's some women God created that just it's not right. Like oh they, well, yeah. Like like they their bodies are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like you go on Instagram and not like fake bodies, right? These are real, right. real titties, real. Everything is sexy as fuck. Like none of these bitches can have a regular job. Like mm-hmm. they can't just be a manager at a restaurant. Mm. Um, <laughs> like walking around with a body like that well, like yeah, you gotta be a like, model you gotta be a porn star you gotta be like an instagram model you gotta be a anchor or something she was a oh she's a weather woman a <sighs> meteorologist yeah a meteorologist yeah and she was like super bad like coke bottle uh, was she an Amer- was it an american um yeah, meteorologist because uh-huh. they'd be doing that in brazil like, oh really <laughs> yeah they but but they the they are hired particularly because they look like that <laughs> just so people watch the weather y- yeah <laughs> fox news is like that like <laughs> like they don't have no ugly chicks on that show i mean yeah. there might be like one but like I mean, she's but a veteran like, that's tv in general yeah true they're not hiring you know mm-hmm what uh unattractive people or what is it like or if they do hire people that um aren't attractive it's like they have to be like something interesting about them right again something this is this just go this again this attractiveness (laughs) privilege it's real because like when we talk about single men in the lifestyle like you you go online you find all kinds of advice for single men in the lifestyle you find a lot of advice for single women in the lifestyle but it all assumes that these people are reasonably attractive Mm -hmm. because if they're not their experience is going to be entirely different like a lot of the experience we've had like you know it's it's just going to be different for them um and it's important to just acknowledge that and check ourselves. So, all right. So having a nice figure, some people don't need a woman to have a curvy figure. Some are attracted to that boyish figure. That's what they called, right? Boyish mm-hmm. figures. I always had a problem with that. Why? I'm talking about women looking like boys and that's supposed to be sexy. That's very <laughs> fucking frightening. <laughs> it is. But that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Or like straight, straight figure, like. Yeah. straight board flat yeah. figure mm-hmm. like some people find that really sexy mm-hmm. um all right so let's talk about um the the qualities of attractiveness for men um so tall is a big one yeah um 
so I, I was thinking, does this mean that women have to be short? Like, is like is being a tall woman like very is is it very disadvantageous in in comparison to like short men? Um, I'm not tall, so I don't know. When I say tall, I don't have a specific height parameter. It's just, well, that's kind of a lie. But <laughs> taller than me in heels, or at least my height in heels. Um, but I, I I would assume if you're a tall woman and you enjoy wearing heels, that that eliminates some of the prospects mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, if you want a tall guy, like, and you're already like 5'11 or something like that. Right. And you put on four inch heels, you know, that, that limits the amount of guys that are going to be tall as or taller than you. So some, I, I assume, tall women may be okay with a shorter man i mean look at well i mean i would say, I, I would I would say look at meg and uh tori lanes but then tori you know shot her in the foot so there's that damn <laughs> um but it, it it would it would crack me up if tall women are out there saying they need their man to be taller than them and they're like fucking 511 <laughs> i mean damn um so, but, but tall is a good example of what I'm talking about. Like there's no amount of working out you can do in right. order to look taller. Like it, it won't work. And you put lifts in your shoes. <sighs> Come on now. <laughs> what does that give you? Like a half inch? Um, yeah, like it could give you like up to an inch or something or an inch and a half. But so, yes. So you can't physically make yourself taller, but like there are things that you could do to look taller, even if it's not lifts in your shoes, just the way you dress, how you carry yourself, um, to have more stature and presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still got to be tall to get attention though. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you can come in there with a banging ass suit, looking flat, looking fly as hell. A dude come in there taller than you, all women are turning their heads. To that <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You worked hard, spent some money trying to look good, mm-hmm. you know, got a whole fitness coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you over yeah. here five nine and these women aren't even looking at you. Like it's a tough world, man. It's disrespect. It um so I had big dick here for men, also a privilege that they didn't earn. It is, but it also could be um a disadvantage too. Like oh. if your big dick is too big. Oh, that's true. They could be a problem. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure I'm sure that dudes out there walking around with big dicks aren't saying, "Damn, I wish, wish my <laughs> shit was like maybe at least two or three inches shorter," <laughs> so that you know, those yeah. women that that have those shallow vaginas could <laughs> fuck with me. All right, so those are like the individual level attractiveness privileges. Um, let's talk about couple balance privilege. So this mm. is a big one. So again. We, I think we have this too. That we are both sort of on the same attractiveness level. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some couples out there that are so mismatched. Mm-hmm. We used to call them nine to fives. Like, you know, no disrespect to the folks out there that are on this level. Um, but y'all know what we're talking about. Right. Like one of you is very attractive. And often we see this in like the profiles too. Like one of you is very attractive. The other one is eh, not so attractive. Um, You know, and so you'll see them, you'll see 
all so many pictures of them and you'll see them all over the profile and be like well where is their partner Mm -hmm. and then you see the one picture that's like (laughs) poorly lit and (laughs) you know a terrible angle and you'd be like oh that's why um because you know they're not as attractive in whatever manner or way and it's it's more often than not is typically like the very attractive woman mm-hmm. with a not as attractive man. Yeah. And unless like you're, unless you got some kind of hot wife situation that does, that makes it hard for both parties mm-hmm. to enjoy themselves in the lifestyle. It makes it really hard to attract other couples. It's, it's just hard. Like it's better. It's like a woman who's like super attractive um, would do better like it, it's it's weird. Like if she was just a tad less attractive, mm-hmm. like if they kind of met in the middle, mm-hmm. like they would be, get more success because they would be able to attract couples that are both on that same level. Right. But like, you're not going to be able to attract any couples that are on her level because both of them are making both of them um, are assuming that her partner is going to look at least as good as she does. And she's not going to be interested in getting uh, connected with couples that are really that are as attractive as her partner who's not on the attractive side. So it's like they they, nobody really gets what they want. Mm -hmm. So it's it's weird. Like even though one member of the couple is really attractive, the imbalance fucks it up for both of them. Mm -hmm. So. um, So, yeah, if you're in a couple where both of y'all are sort of on the same level, um, you have quite an advantage again that wasn't wasn't earned right um all right i guess that also works well with cuck holes mm-hmm. um all right and it could also be really fucked up to the ego too like if you were constantly meeting couples let's say you weren't quite the good looking one mm-hmm. and every couple was just turning you down turn, turning y'all down and you know it's always you yeah yeah that's bad that must really suck mm-hmm. um all right so personality privilege uh, age privilege um so i think this is when younger i think what i was thinking here is that younger people tend to be the pick of the litter mm-hmm. um even though people of similar ages tend to attra- be attracted to you know their peers right um the older folks will more likely deviate Mm -hmm. if they had a chance to be with a younger couple. I think that's true. Um, And I think it's less often with younger couples deviating to older couples. Well, see, but I was arguing with this one that, um, because, you know, we tend to shy away, I would say, from younger couples, um, like early 20s and that kind of thing. Um, And you know and we're fine with playing with older couples um but i think you know there's also a sweet spot in you know kind of the that mid age couple like mm-hmm. those 30 40 yeah. you know maybe like 35 to 55 couples um because then like they're not you know in the older group necessarily but they're also not in the younger group um and so they can go both ways. <laughs> right. I mean, I so you say that we don't, like, we shy away from, like, 20-something couples. But mm-hmm. what I would argue is that if a 20-something couple came at us, like, on some aggressive shit, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they had the game, like, we would deviate. Mm-hmm. 
Like if they if they if they seemed like they were a reasonably like balanced couple, like mm-hmm. not balanced but um stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get. F- I mean, remember do rags and flip flops. Yeah, yeah. The motherfuckers weren't stable. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like they were not stable at all, and yet we still <laughs> fucked with them. I mean, we was in Vegas. Yeah. Um, that so, was more about the environment. True. I think. True. Um. So, but I feel like if an older couple came up to us, like, you know, and I don't, and I mean, like, significantly older than us, and they had come to us, like, really aggressively, I feel like we'd be less likely to deviate in that direction. Um, I think it depends. Yeah. Actually, it does. I'm thinking one couple. Well, fuck this. This doesn't work. All right. <laughs> um, shout out to my older couples <laughs> all right uh personality privilege um so these are so when we talk about personality privilege um talking about those who are extroverts those who are like just naturally like charming being outgoing like these are personality characteristics that it's they're, they're hard to like control yeah so personality privilege so some might argue that um like having like an outdoor outgoing or extroverted personality mm-hmm. is like it certainly helps you in the lifestyle because you can flirt you know what i mean you can mm-hmm. like talk to people you can get to know people fr- fairly easily um but some would argue that that's something you can actually create if you don't have it mm. now would you agree with that because to a degree but not i don't i don't think fully I mean, I, I don't, I think there's, you know, if you have a base of a personality, like, like I'm not outgoing. I can be outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do that, but that's not like inherently who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think there, there's only, I think there's, there's a limit to how much you can tweak your personality. I'll say that. Right. I mean, to some degree, like I, you would say that I'm extroverted and I have an outgoing personality. You are, you, you're just in denial. Uh, it's not, no, I, <laughs> yes, yes. See, no, I think that you just misunderstand me because, like, when I walk in a room, I can, like, get in the mode where I'm really extroverted and outgoing. I can, I can be that way. There's gonna, there's gonna come a point where I suddenly cannot be. And when that happens, it's not like I can turn this outgoing part on again. Like Mm -hmm. it's just off. Like sometimes, so you're going to tell me you've never caught me like just being super fucking quiet. Like not saying anything like (laughs) with all these people around. I definitely have. Yes. Yeah. But I still wouldn't say that you're an introvert. I, I think I'm somewhere in the middle. That's all. An omnivert. Yeah, an omnivert. That's what I am. Um, yeah, so, uh, I have some miscellaneous, miscellaneous kinds of privileges. Mm -hmm. So being a black male is on here. So Mm -hmm. the black male, the only, (laughs) the only time ever that black men have some degree of privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so like even, even, even short black men, I'd argue Mm -hmm. like they have an advantage. Um, Something about black men. What is, what is it? Like, you know, we've got the queen of spades things. We've already talked about that. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but yeah, black men get a lot of love in a lifestyle. There's mm-hmm. no there's no doubt about that. Um, why is that? 
I don't know why it is for other people. I mean, I'm just a black woman, so I'm attracted to black men. I, <laughs> I can't tell you why the white people want them, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's, you know, I'm also attracted to other races and ethnicities, mm-hmm. but first and foremost, black men. I think black men, I mean, I think the, one of the reasons why there's a privilege there is because, like, just black, there's a lot of assumptions about black men mm-hmm. that are sexy, mm-hmm. right? So, they're that that are unfortunately like really false stereotypes but like they're really smooth and they're dangerous and they could be aggressive and they're like domineering Mm. you know um and they're strong and they just want to they just want to tear pussy up all the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) which you know true but to some degree to to some degree some of these things are true but there's some real soft black men out there man oh yeah okay uh, we're not like so anyway um yeah black men need a lot of love and there have been some people that have pointed that out to me they're like yo i'm 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 a white dude and you talk a lot about like racism and the lifestyle but i'm telling you right now in my experience yo a black dude walks in the door he's definitely fucking i walk in the door it's a fucking mystery <laughs> you know what i mean so i feel that um uh, the other miscellaneous privilege I have here is indu- industry name privilege. Um, so I don't know if this is a privilege per se because, like, it's it's not like we didn't earn it. Um, but <laughs> we <if> worked hard <laughs> for this. <laughs> so, like, I know if if I didn't have the bomber persona, I'd probably like my 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 success rate would probably be less than fifty percent. That's not true because, like, we don't tell everybody. That's that's true. But when we do tell, yeah, fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, so when we when we talk about industry name privilege, like if you have a podcast, like can people know about your podcast? If you're a club owner and if you're a party host, like yo, like you you could be like a four or five. But if mm-hmm. you got this shit going on, if you got your podcast going on and this shit is popular and people like like what you're saying, or you throwing a party and like your name is out there and you're known for good parties, yo, you gonna get some. Yeah. You're going to get some. Because either people are trying to get some from you or they're just like really excited to like know who you are. Yeah. Like they, they're fucking your industry name. It's not yeah. really you. It's this no. like image they're, you've put They're out fucking there. The, the persona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I'm all right. Y'all want to fuck the bomber. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't want nothing to do with the bomber's like real ego, which I won't say here, but you know, I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, and then communication skills. So you have to know how to talk to people. Some people just don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. Some people. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, how many people lack communication skills? Cause I'll be talking to somebody and they'll explain it to me and then like, I'll rephrase it and say it back to them in, in, in my own words. And they'll be like, damn, that was part. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what I meant. But the right. way you said it was cool. <laughs> and they'll be like, yo, let me get my pen and paper down. Could you just say that one more time? <laughs> just say what I said in your words. Um, you know, communication skills but you've like actually spent time like learning how to communicate (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and most people don't do that right there are a lot there are tons of books out there um about this i mean i guess if there's one um silver lining here for people who don't have these privileges i mean there's like the podcast one is not something that we were born with the communication Mm -hmm. skills one that's something i learned over time like the bell said like Mm -hmm. you know 
I've um, I've read a lot of books and I've done a lot. I've I've had to communicate with large groups, which I think is like the um, um, the fast track into knowing how to communicate well because right. you ha- like if you're talking to a group, you got to know how to how to get your message across clearly. Um, and that's been one thing. And and I think people should be really strengthening their communication skills because mm-hmm. it's really hard to be in this lifestyle if you don't know how to communicate. Yeah. Um, people talk themselves out of pussy all the time. Right. Or dick for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I just wanted to make sure uh, we had acknowledged these privileges because, like, I got called out a couple of times <laughs> um, from people that are like, yo, Bomber and Bell, you know, y'all putting up all this advice, but I'm telling you, I'm still having a hard time. And it's because, like, yo, well, somebody like, called I'm us just, out. Did that actually happen? Yes, that happened. I don't remember that. I mean, they didn't, you know, they didn't call us out like, you know, fuck y'all. Y'all can't be giving me no motherfucking <laughs> advice. But it'll be like, yo, I've, I've tried some of the things y'all talking about, but I'm still having a hard time, you know. So there are some, you know, unicorns. There are some couples that, you know, um, uh, also the privilege of just being in an area that. Um, now, that's true. That you know what I mean? There's like a lot of lifestyle stuff to access. Right. Although, well, I would say now there's not much lifestyle stuff to access. Um anywhere but that's not true because some of y'all still getting it in <laughs> some parties are still going on oh, yeah. i've gone on sls and so on they're they're going down right so i mean yeah I, and then that that becomes a privilege i guess kind of too like how much risk these days how much risk are you willing to take mm-hmm. um because right now we're not really right trying to take any kind of risk right like right uh, now we COVID. yeah i mean in terms of like stds and stuff like that never as well uh, or you know harm reduction uh, as much as possible but with covid because there's just so many unknowns and stuff out there like that's a privilege some people are privileged they're like okay we'll take the risk mm-hmm. um and right now we just don't have that privilege yeah we know some people who have histories of asthma who have or who have kids who have asthma mm-hmm. um there are people that are taking care of like some some of their really elderly parents mm-hmm. and they just don't have the privilege to take the chance yeah. and there are some other couples who live alone they're younger and they're like yo if if one of us gets sick like we can quarantine in the house and only worry about us we mm-hmm. don't you know what i mean so they so yes so thanks for acknowledging that that because that's actually a big deal right now Mm -hmm. because like there's a lot of shit we would like to do that we're just not doing because you know we have like you know people in the house that we you know we don't want to put at risk even though we're reasonably healthy we're pretty fucking healthy i think um even though my doctor's been talking about my cholesterol a little bit lately (laughs) i like steak nigga what do you want me to do Like I like I like the fat part of the ribs, son. I don't cut that off. I know, right? I eat that shit. I don't give a but fuck. But you stop eating bacon. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I did stop eating bacon. And that was actually I don't miss it. Yeah. I don't miss it. I mean I've been eating sausage, so <laughs> Yeah, sausage I can fuck with. But I I can imagine you're gonna get tired of sausage at some point. Yeah. Um, I just need meat for breakfast. <laughs> that's what she said. You can have this dick for breakfast. <laughs> How about some dick? <laughs> I mean, I'll take that too. But like, I actually want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, all right. I want to give another shout out to uh, Alt Playground. Now, they have um, 
they have officially acquired Love Voodoo um, and Swingers Underground. Um, now, Alt Playground has been growing because they've been, you know, partnering and acquiring a lot of these sites. Um, so the more sites they get, that means the more lifestylers they have in their network. Um, so, you know, they're doing big things. Um, but this is just another example. They're a growing site. Um, so check them out. Um, they have a lot of big things coming. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, and damn, bon uh, so band spotlight. Okay. So before we get into, um, before we get into some of the emails and messages we received, I wanted to talk about the band spotlight. Um, and it was one, uh, there was one question I had posed to the group about like whether they've ever been in a position where their partner has like a sexual favor that they do. Um, but they, they, they dislike doing it mm -hmm. like their partner's really into it, but like they're not, into it but they do it anyway so this is different from things that are just off the table for you mm -hmm. there are things that you can tolerate but you'd rather not do them but you do them anyway for your partner and so i had posed a question about um what what those things are i don't think i have one of these there's nothing that i ask you for that i'm like oh, i don't really i'm not really into this but i'll do it anyway mm -mm. did you ever have a partner that had that that you had taken one for the team for i don't think so okay um I have mutual pairings <laughs> yeah i um yeah the thing i the, the thing that i had mentioned was that like there was one um partner i had that uh liked to have her nipples lubricated and rubbed right before she was about to have an orgasm that's a lot <laughs> exactly like it's not like i don't like rubbing nipples like i could do my fair share of nipple nipple rubbing mm -hmm. um you know that's something i don't get tired of it's just if i'm also fucking you so that you can get an orgasm like that's a lot of like it's, there's too many things going on i don't know like and, and it's a circular motion so mm -hmm. it's it's a different motion than fucking so yeah. it's like two different i don't know there's some niggas who could fuck two like two like <laughs> please two women at the same time mm -hmm. that's very difficult for me um wait is there anything that i've asked you to do that you weren't into but um uh you know you were like okay yeah so there was one time you wanted me to put toothpaste on your ass crack. That's not true. You liked, you liked the cool <laughs> feeling on your anus. No. It was a cool, minty feeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't asked me to do anything. I wasn't. You don't really ask for much. I know, I don't. Actually. Oh, there is one thing. Um, we <laughs> When we had the uh, the sex jar... You put in there, um, like legging sex, like you wanted to rip the leggings and then oh, fuck yeah. me. Like, I wasn't really into that, but I was like, all right, thing, no thing. Did we even ever do that? <laughs> yeah, we did. How was it? I mean, it was good. I mean, it was sick. I don't know. How was it for you? It was your thing. I don't remember doing oh, it. Oh, well, then. <laughs> but I'm sure I liked it. <laughs> 
I like I love that li- I love that legging ripping shit. That is some sexy shit. I'm sorry. Leggings are the best thing in the world. And it's fall, so chicks are starting to put them shits back on. I oh. got some on right now. Yes. Um all right. So somebody else had said um that they were with a partner that um wanted them to rub their belly i guess i think mm-hmm. this was rub their belly while they were giving them ho- head yeah and again this is like too many things going on at once mm-hmm. um ass licking is a big one so some people just like their asses licked and their partners like be willing to like lick their, their anus ass. or just like their cheese no 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 sweetheart anus okay anus okay. licking okay are you serious i was it wasn't clear no <laughs> come on looking a buck cheek, butt cheek ain't nothing somebody might like their butt cheeks licked. well no i mean i'm sure people like their butt cheeks licked but it's just such a um low labor <laughs> <laughs> like favor like okay i'll lick your butt cheek i mean there's nothing going on there but like licking the anus is a different yeah, that's anus. a different game Mm-mm. Mm-mm. um you know and some people like that. So you, you wouldn't lick my ass? No. That's fucked up. Because I would lick yours. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would definitely lick. I, I have no problem licking your ass. No, licking my anus? I would have no problem licking your anus. I probably did it a few times. I don't think so. I think I did it. I must have. I don't think while, you did. While we were in the the 69 position. And I, I think really you liked it. My anus. You, you liked it, but you were like, don't do that no more. I know I didn't say that. <laughs> Because I don't think this happened. <laughs> okay. You definitely like it. I mean, it's an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. It's not something I would necessarily ask for. So but you've I'm had not your ass, like, you've yeah. had, you remember having your ass licked. Yeah. Just not by me. Right. Okay. So what, <laughs> so what was the experience having your ass licked? I mean, it was an enjoyable experience, but it wasn't okay, something so that what, I would be like. What are about here? But, but it's not something I would necessarily ask for. Okay. But if it happens, I'm not going to be like, oh, stop. Don't look it. Okay. Did you, did you, was there anything particularly that your partner did that you liked about the ass licking? Like, like did they go in a circular motion or like an up and down motion? <laughs> I don't remember. Did they stick the tip of their tongue inside at all? Inside your no, rectum? Uh-uh. No. Okay. I like, I, I like watching women get their asses licked. I think it's the sexiest thing in the world. Hmm. Especially when they have a nice looking anus. <laughs> Um, Pretty anus is a thing. It, it it really is, man. That's why people get it bleached. That's also why you bleached get it waxed. anuses. Yeah. What the fuck are you bleaching an anus for? Because sometimes it's darker than the rest of the booty. That's what I like. Oh. I love it when the <laughs> anus is darker. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, shit. some people want uniformed. Especially with like 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 them light skinned black chicks that have it's like it's like their anus is a different shade. Yeah. Like, you uh, know, it's like like their anus is like, you know, Ethiopia and <laughs> the rest of their ass is like, you know, Honduras or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There's there's like there's like the an, the anuses with like like so many different ripples or mm-hmm. like wrinkles. Like, yeah, all the creases. And, and and some just have like big creases. <laughs> <laughs> you have looked at a lot of anuses. Hell yeah. Day. I don't think I have examined anuses in that deep much detail before. It would be like really funny if like there was, you know, one of these horoscope like um horoscope people like instead Astrologists? of yeah, the ones that like look at your the, your palms, uh-huh. the palm readings. Yeah. What if there was like anal readings? <laughs> you could probably get a you could probably tell a lot more about a person mm. 
just looking at the anus. Probably. The ridges, the shape. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, okay, so I think those are all. So if anybody has any other examples of things their partners ask them to do that they've willingly done but don't really like doing, please let us know. Uh, email us at blackandkingylifestyle at gmail.com. Let's go to our emails. All right. All right. Hello, Bomber and Bill. I was listening to your first podcast of 2020 and was elated when you guys said during your skit at the beginning that Belle was straight. When I told my wife about it, she screamed, I have to meet her. You see, she is straight as well and sometimes feels like a minority with a minority, a minority within a minority. We often find ourselves in situations where the room is filled with bi females and there seems to be an unspoken expectation for the girls to play as a starter. As Belle said, she has no desire to eat a woman's pussy and gets no pleasure from having a woman go down on her. Did I say that? Maybe not that second part. Right. <laughs> I don't think I said, but okay. You said that first part. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely true. <laughs> I don't know about that second part, but okay. Um, Saturday night, we are, going, we are going to our first ever house party. Our comfort zone has been resorts, clubs, and foursomes. Anyway, it appears that my wife will be the only straight female at the party. The host assured us that... She won't be put in a position to be pressured to do anything that she is not comfortable with. However, she feels that if she doesn't wish to play with the girls, she will be shunned. Perhaps we are overthinking it. But has Belle ever felt like the lone wolf in the pack? How does she handle it? Um. Well, first of all, I don't think like if 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 anybody shuns you for not participating, like then that's not the group for you. <laughs> for first of all, um, and I don't think I've ever felt like the lone wolf like not eating pussy or um or being eaten out like there was when we were at NIN I think it was like the last night we were playing we were with a group of people and um like one girl was eating my and Mrs. Amore's pussy at the same time like going back and forth and um and then like her and Mrs. Lamore really got into it. And I was like, cool, y'all had that. Cause you know, that was fun while it lasted. But one pussy eating is not my thing really. And I'm not interested in eating your pussy. So I'm cool just watching. Cause I mean, I like how it looks, but I don't have to participate. Um, and so I think it's, and I think it's not just like, stepping back from the other bi girls that want to play but it's anytime there's a situation where there's something that you're just not into that you don't want to participate in um being comfortable you know saying you know I'm okay or you know I just want to watch or what have you um is usually my thing like if there's a situation that I'm not interested in or somebody I don't want to play with um you know I'm just not in the mood at that moment I just like I just feel like watching and keep it moving. <laughs> and if someone's not getting the the clue um, there, then I just remove myself from the situation. Um, I want to go back to the the comment about you getting no pleasure from having a woman go down on you. Um, so you get pleasure from that. Yeah. But you don't. You can't orgasm that way. No. But even if a man is going down on me, I can't orgasm. Ah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Right. So it's not. It's it's not about who's doing it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, we got this a while ago, so I hope that I hope that party went well. Um, for the folks who sent us this email, just um, let us give us an update. I'm I'm curious to see how that went. Um, all right, so next um, next one comes from IG. Okay. Hey, Bomber and Bell. I just wanted to drop you a note and let you know how much I love your podcast. I stumbled upon it about four months ago while looking for black sex positive podcasts to listen to, and I've been hooked ever since. Though I'm not in the lifestyle, as someone who has always been fascinated by the various forms of sexual expression, your show is a great insight into the convergence of sexuality and blackness. Plus, your chemistry and love for each other is super apparent. Bell, your sense of practicality and frankness is awesome. And Bomber, your shifts into ny nigga mode crack me up i'm a bronx girl myself lol keep up the amazing work you two i appreciate that um i guess i am practical i don't know well you, <laughs> i know i'm you, frank yeah you're very frank you get to the point i kind of try to skate around a few things because i try to be a little bit politically correct on this show <laughs> a little bit you know uh-huh and then and then the nigga moment the ny nigga comes out and, yeah. then, I, and, and then it's over mm-hmm. um I appreciate that she caught that because <laughs> it is it is NY nigga. It is it is yeah. it is it's, that it's, kind. It's a very specific <laughs> kind of nigga. Um, yeah. So I appreciate it. Um, our friend from IGA. Um, yeah. Just uh, yeah. Keep in touch. We appreciate the support and glad you like the show. Uh, this message comes from um, this next one comes from Cassidy. Uh, so I had recently, or we had recently posted a uh, blog post um, on our um, series on the Ultimate Lifestyle Party Playbook. And basically, uh, these blog posts, and we have only put up one so far, they're really designed to give people some tips and advice in throwing more intimate, smaller parties at home. Um, as you know, the clubs aren't opening up, um, and things are still, you know, shut down. Uh, you can still turn your house into quite a, um, uh, sexy party scene. Mm -hmm. Um, so the first one we, the first thing we, um, posted was about music and the kind of music to play and some of the things to look out for, um, when you're, when you're figuring out music. Um, so, uh, you know, we have a lot of tips up there. Um, but this comment from Cassidy comes in response to that posting. So it reads, I'm curious to see how people develop custom playlists for a house party. When it's a mixed crowd, we tend to lean heavy on the top 40 Chris Brown, Trey songs, the baby. Um, when it's a black crowd, we play a lot more raunchy rap, like too short David Banner, um, and when it's time to lower the lights, we're leaning on Raheem, Jill Scott, um, and who's this person? Jacquees. Jacquees. Um, yeah, that sounds accurate. Did you did you have a response to, to any of this? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would think, yes. A mixed crowd, top 40s, you can't go wrong. Black crowd, yeah, you could get a little more creative with it. Some trap in there. Mm-hmm. Some chopped and screwed, maybe. Yeah. I don't really like that music. I know. <laughs> I don't really like it. But, but it, if I heard it at a lifestyle party, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Like I would, especially if it was a, bl- especially if it was a black lifestyle party. Mm. Um, because I'm just used to being in environments with black people and trap music playing in the background. So I would still feel comfortable. Like I'd, right. I'd be like, yo, I don't, 
I don't, who who's this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not your music. Nah, nah, it's not my music. That's the only thing on there that 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 that. Again, I wouldn't care though. I don't think you can lose. Like, if you have a black crowd and you're playing trap music, like yeah. you can't lose. No, you can't. Um, so I thought this this was this was good because um, we didn't really go into the playlist too heavily in that post. We really talked about like making sure to, making sure to check your volume. Yeah. Um, and like the danger of having loud music, it it can really cause some problems. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people can start straying away into areas they're not supposed to be at at your party um, to get a quiet moment. Your bathroom can become like a discussion lounge. You don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so that's what we wanted to mention there. Um, Okay, so we're at the end of the episode. I just wanted to make sure that I just acknowledged that this this episode was really about acknowledging privilege. Um, and it's really important to do that, especially in this like climate mm-hmm. um, where um, we're just not not trying to acknowledge other people's perspectives and experiences. Um, and this wasn't a tips episode like, so I don't really have much to offer um, for those who are not on the attractive side. And attractiveness is always in the eye of the beholder. I want to mm-hmm. say that. But there are people who hear that all the time and they're like, motherfucker, I still can't get a date. I don't want to hear that bullshit. <laughs> you know, no, there is some standard of beauty in this country and I'm just not meeting it. And I have a problem because of that. Um you know, I just I just want to say, like, we're, we're acknowledging that that's a thing for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if anybody's interested in talking about that a little, I know it's like a sensitive topic, but if anybody's interested in talking about it a little further, um, I'd be uh, happy to um, put that together. Um, I'll say that when it comes, we, we had a long list of privileges. The thing is, like, you have to have something. <laughs> right. You have to have something. Like if you like, okay, maybe you're not fit, but yo, is your personality not like are you are you also an introvert? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might not, you know, you might be really big boned, um, but maybe <laughs> you can dance. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you might, you know, not have the prettiest face. But maybe you could put a podcast together and um, and or or put a blog together um, and, you know, get get some of that industry privilege. Um, You know, I think that, you know, we don't have all the privileges we mentioned. No, we really do. We're far from it. There's a lot of privileges we do not have um, when it comes to sexiness. Um, and a lot of people we know don't have all of them. Now, mm-hmm. there's a few people in the lifestyle that are fortunate to have them all. God bless them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'd say focus on your strengths, um, you know, and maybe you'll have better luck there. Um, but, yeah. So a uh, couple of things I want to say. Uh, please check us out on Twitter Um Leave us a review on iTunes. We haven't gotten a review since May. And we've gotten, I know we got a lot of new listeners. Yeah. But y'all need to leave us a review. Shit, even if you don't like the show, leave a review. I don't Mm -hmm. give a fuck. You can say it's terrible and we know y'all ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Say something. (laughs) 
You know, it's been a long time. And I think, you know, people have just not been listening to podcasts as much because, you know, we don't know the world might end tomorrow. Um, It really might. You heard about this shit that happened in the West Coast? Like the fucking sky is orange and shit. I saw someone post a fire NATO. So it's it's the end times. Fire NATO. Like there was a fire NATO in like the Ten Commandments movie. Like that's what mm-hmm. it reminded me of. I was like, oh shit, God is really going old school. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it was like some of the images of the sky really kind of really really creeped me out because there was this movie we saw that was about the end of the world that mm-hmm. I really suggest people see it. I can't remember. Uh, I can't the remember. last times, the last the last oh these final hours these final hours i think it's it's either on um um it's on amazon oh it's on amazon yeah you're right it's on amazon these final hours like i i mean this the movie might bum you out because it's it's (laughs) literally it's literally about the end of the world like Mm -hmm. the the world is has been hit by a meteor this isn't a spoiler um because it happens within the first five seconds of the movie um there's a meteor that uh, an 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 extinction level meteor that's already hit the planet like Mm -hmm. nobody stopped this thing and it's slowly like there's this firestorm that's slowly devouring the planet um and australia is like one of the last places it hit so you follow the movie um with this character who's just like just doing what he has to do in these last hours of uh, life on the planet um and it could be a really depressing film if you let it be um but i thought it's, it was one of the best films i saw of the year um but in the movie the whole movie the sky was fucking orange mm-hmm. and that's what it reminded me of and i was like oh shit this isn't hollywood nigga like this mm-hmm. this motherfucker's like looking up at the sky and seeing orange and it's not because the sun is setting yeah um that's some scary shit so um Prayers to those who've lost property, lost lives, um, and just are really freaking out. Um, yeah. You know, everybody that's had to evacuate. Um, you know, it's these are really frightening times. I mean, what I'll say is, you know, what really kind of humbles me and reminds me, like the world might not come, not, might not be coming to an end. Hmm. Um, remember, we had two world wars. Mm-hmm. The world, the world were the world was literally at war with each other. There were so many countries fighting, it's hard to even keep track. And we've had a Holocaust. Um, you know, we've had a few other ones that follow that. We also had two nuclear weapons, that two nuclear right. bombs that got dropped on Japan. Um, we haven't had a nuclear blowout in a while. I mean, there was that accident that happened in Beirut. Um, but it wasn't, like, about war. Mm-hmm. Um, like... During war times, motherfuckers were dropping nuclear bombs. Um, we haven't had that happen in a while. So even though we got this coronavirus going on, like we've had worse times and the world didn't end. So that's that's my silver li- lining for everybody. Um, but yeah, please email us your thoughts. Um, we'd be glad to hear from you. We're also on Instagram. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening. Peace out. Bye. Black and kinky, black and kinky, black and kinky lifestyle.